Dun, dun, dun. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to Monday. It is Melissa <laughs> and Jack On Demand. Had a pretty good show today. Have you checked your mailbox recently? I did not get one of these in my mailbox. And I feel a little left out because everyone keeps getting this mystery package and the government is telling us not to open it. I haven't gotten one yet, though. We'll tell you what is inside of it this morning. Also, a caller had to end a relationship due to a mask Situation? Yes. You ever had a mask situation? <laughs> we'll find out from her what that means. Also, this past weekend, we kind of had to change our mindset as a parent that is going to have two kids doing virtual learning this year. So I'll share what we did in our house and see if it's something that you may want to do in your home as well. It's Melissa and Jack on demand starting now. In a world where your alarm clock goes off too early, the coffee isn't already made. And you got to make it to work. Only one team of superheroes can wake you up. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 1037 Play. Begin now. Well, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to your Monday. Melissa and Jack hanging out with you. Going to be another hot one. Going to remain hot for a few days. This heat wave is like a certain virus. It won't go away. (laughs) It'll go away eventually. Never. It's going to be with us for a little while. Yeah, it's just, it's weird year. It's hotter than usual. Weird things going on. A lot of weird stuff, yeah. Did you see the whole thing about the seeds? The seeds? Yeah. The seeds. Yeah, the government is making warnings about seeds. Ugh, what's, what is it now? It's like a really strange, it's almost like the beginning of like some kind of like sci-fi movie that's right. happening right now. Sounds about right. We'll tell you what, the, what they're warning us about with seeds coming up for you next. Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Have you received one of the mysterious envelopes people are getting in the mail? <laughs> no, There's, I, I there haven't. There are envelopes arriving at people's houses in Virginia, and the government is warning you not to use what's in them. It's 103.7 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. I feel left out. I mean, I don't know what's in them, but I have not gotten any mysterious envelopes. So my friend Paul was the first person I'd seen who had this happen. He said that he got in the mailbox an envelope, like a like a padded envelope, and it had Chinese writing on the outside. When he opened it up, there was a package of seeds, like you'd plant, like seeds. Okay. And there was no explanation. They were just seeds. And I, he was like, did anyone send these to me? I'm not sure what's going on. So fast forward a few days, it's become this massive news story where people all over the state are getting seeds in the mail. No one knows who they're coming from. No one knows what kind of seeds they are. But the government is asking us to please not plant them. Uh, They're saying it's because it could be an invasive plant species Mm. that could, like, destroy our current environment. But they've tracked them so far. Virginia's got a ton of cases. And then they've started seeing this pop up in Utah as well. But no one knows where these seeds have come from or what they actually are. Chinese writing on the outside. Yeah, so they're like, don't plant the seeds. Like, you're not supposed to just plant. It's like eating, like, a random food from a stranger. Like, you're just not supposed to do it. My thing is, what if they're not poisonous or invasive plants what if they're magical seeds? Like, we could have a Jack and the Beanstalk type situation here. You think someone is sending out mysterious magical seeds? Well, I don't know, but we're never going to know unless we plant them. You have a point. <laughs> Mornings with Melissa and Jack. So last week was like a really big week for a lot of families when we learned that officially it was going to be virtual learning for the, the upcoming school year. Yeah, kind of a tough week. It was definitely a tough <laughs> week. And I think emotions were really high for people at home. But we decided this weekend that we would sort of make a shift in the way that we were thinking about things. So it meant we got real creative over the weekend and had an overwhelming uh, project that we did at home. Hmm, okay. uh, I'll share what we did and see if you might be doing the same thing. Come 
Mornings with Melissa and Jack. So we had sort of a major shift in our mindset this weekend when it came to back to school. And I think it's actually going to be something that helps out the kids. It's 103.7 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. So yeah, kind of a big week last week for all area parents. Yes. Right? I mean, Finding out almost everybody's kids are going to be going back to school doing virtual learning. And I think last week was sort of like the shock week where especially all the parents were like, well, this sucks because it's just going to be really difficult, right? So we kind of started realizing, though, that like what we were saying about it is actually trickling down to the kids and that if we were in a bad mood about virtual learning, the kids were going to be in a bad yeah, mood about yeah, it. Yeah, I thought I kind of thought maybe you were being a little uh, kind of a negative Nelly about the well, whole situation. Away from the kids I was, but I realized like not only do you have to like not be talking about how bad it's going to be for the kids, but like you kind of have to figure out ways to make it fun so that they enjoy it because they're already going to be bummed that they don't get to hang out with their friends and that the sports are canceled and things like that. So this weekend, we decided with our oldest, who's in middle school, uh, that we would try to create like a fun virtual learning center in her room to like get her excited about the school year. So we had to go through, clean her room completely out, and we created like an area under her loft bed to become the virtual study center. So we went out and got like a desk, and we figured out where we're going to hang a bulletin board and a new light and everything. And it just kind of gave me this like mentality of like, if you want your kids to get hyped about this school year, you have to do the same thing. Like yeah. you have to, you know, kind of fake it till you make it. Definitely. So if that means like reorganizing an area of your kid's room or, you know, whatever it may be, getting a new laptop cover case or just stuff, the little things, we all need to kind of start doing this because yeah. it, it will change the mindset I mean, for the kids. You can't change the situation, but you no. can change the way you react to it. Absolutely. I think that's a good thing. You know, you know what else you need? What? A virtual lunchroom because that's like the best part of the day. It'll make it feel like more like actual school for the kids. You right. Know? We have that. It's called our kitchen. What days do you serve the square pizza <laughs> that tastes like cardboard? Because I love that stuff. Wednesdays? I'll be there. <laughs> 1037 Play Mornings with Melissa and Jack. You're like a perfect lunch lady, too. You can put on a hairnet. What does that mean? Draw a big mole on your face. You're the worst. <laughs> Mornings with Melissa and Jack. As if dating wasn't difficult enough before, 2020 dating is really, really tough. It's 1037 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. You got a feel for the single people out there. Like, yeah, There's been a whole new couple of curveballs thrown into the whole equation Aside here. Aside from the whole like not even being able to like hook up and date the same way that you did before. Myra, tell us what it is that's causing you some dating drama. Um, my new recent ex, I broke up with him because he completely refused to wear a mask. And I just don't like that. So I end up meeting someone else and like I totally hit it off with this person and we go out for drinks and they refuse to put on a mask as well. Oh. So I just have come to this conclusion that right now, maybe I need to be single until I can find someone who cares enough about themselves and others to actually wear a mask. Like. I just don't understand what is wrong with these people. Like, that is really kind of creepy to me that you just refuse to wear a mask. If any uh, single men are listening who are mask wearers, right. could have someone for you right now. <laughs> yeah. I love that that's where we're at with standards now in 2020. Like, it used to be, you had a good job. You treated me right. You had great manners. Now it's, can you just wear a mask? Just cover up your face. <laughs> that's it. Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Do you remember 
when you'd be in school and like your class would have to run laps at recess because two idiot kids would get everyone in trouble? Like you were following the rules. You did what you were supposed to, but a couple people messed it up for everybody. Is this going to be a uh, metaphor yes. dealing with the coronavirus? That's what I feel like the <laughs> pandemic is about. Like most people seem like they're behaving and doing the right things. And then you have a few bad apples that ruin it for everybody. Governor Northam's talking about Virginia possibly going back to phase two. And there, it's happening everywhere. It's like not even just here. Like the NBA had a situation with that this weekend. Did you see? They did. And uh, I'll, I'll let you tell the story, but I, I want to defend this guy. They're, what? <laughs> All right. So if you don't know, the NBA players have been living in what they're calling the Disney bubble. So it's like a safe area for them to live so that they can continue to play the games without interference from the outside world hopefully to keep them all from getting COVID and passing it through the NBA. So there's a player, he plays for the Clippers. His name is Lou Williams and his grandfather passed away. So obviously they excused him to leave the bubble and go to the funeral. Then it came out that on Snapchat, he wasn't just at the funeral, he was hanging out at a strip club afterwards. Okay. And everyone's mad now because now they're like, well, now people can't be excused to go places because he couldn't just go to the funeral and come back. He was at a strip was, club. He went to the strip club to get some to-go wings because they, they're known for their wings there. Right. It's a strip club called Magic City. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we should blame him for getting food. We all have to eat, right? Okay, yeah, but you don't have to necessarily go to a, a crowded strip club for the food. The wings are universally known. I'm sure that was the only reason <laughs> he went there, too. Yeah, totally. The only reason. <laughs> Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Hollywood hot mess. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 103.7 Play. Well, another sad celebrity death over the weekend. Regis Philbin passing away natural causes at the age of 88. Star Regis Philbin and Kelly Ripa. One, two, three. I'm out of control. Thank you very much for these great years together. God bless you all, and I hope I see you again real soon. Thanks, everybody. He has been on TV forever. I mean, he co-hosted Live with Regis and Kathy Lee and then Regis and Kelly. He was on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And then uh, you might have forgotten, he was the first host for America's Got Talent. What a legend. Sad passing there. Rest in peace, Reg. All right, some uh, cute Hollywood news. It's always nice to hear stories of inspiration, especially when things are rough. So there's a woman who had a teddy bear that was in her backpack. She carried around. Her backpack got stolen. Well, inside of it being stolen was a teddy bear that had a recording of her mom's voice from before her mom had passed away. So this story started picking up and got hold of Ryan Reynolds, who said, we've got to find this bear for Mm. this woman. It's the last time she's going to get to hear her mom's voice. Right. So the hunt is on. Ryan Reynolds has now offered up a $5,000 reward for anyone who can find this bear and return it to him. And all these other Hollywood celebrities are coming forward trying to make sure that this bear is found safely for the woman. I'm not saying I had the bear, but if I had the bear, I would drive that price up a little bit because $5,000 to Ryan Reynolds, that's a drop in the bucket. For a bear that you stole in the first place? Yeah, it's bumping up to like $500,000. Jack. Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Second date classic. The following contains strong language and nudity. It's intended only for mature audiences. Listener discretion advised. Melissa and Jack's second date on 103.7 Play. So, Audrey, tell us about your date. So, I met this really great guy. What was really cool about it is that we actually met at a bar. It was real organic, you know, no dating site or app. Um, He suggested we go out and do some little karaoke. Karaoke on a first date? That's a little risky. Karaoke is my favorite. I love 
the spotlight. And I've always been told, my mom's always told me, you know, I should pursue a singing career. When I got back to this chair, he had this look on his face like, wow, this girl can sing. And because I guess I impressed him so much, I really think we hit it off well. Wow, you blew him away with your karaoke skills, had some great conversation. Sounds like everything went well, you know, except for the fact that he's not calling you back now for a second date. <laughs> yep. All right, well, let's call up Bobby right now, see if we can find out why he never called you back for a second date. Hello? Hi, is Bobby there? Yeah, this is Bobby. Hey, Bobby, this is Jack. You don't actually know me, but we have a mutual friend, Audrey, who I think you went on a date with recently. Does that ring a bell? Um, yeah, I went on a date a couple of days ago. I think uh, that sounds right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. This sounds kind of weird, but I'm calling on her behalf because she says you haven't been calling her back or texting her back. And I was oh. just calling to figure out, did something happen on the date or did just anything I can tell her? I mean, she says you're, you're not returning her calls well, or texts or anything. Well... I'll tell you what happened. I mean, it was, for the most part, it was fine. I mean, we went out to this karaoke bar, actually. We're having a really good time. She's really cute, nice to hang out with. Having a couple drinks, laughing, checking out other people, getting up to sing. And then she suggests, okay, I'm going to get up and go sing. It's like, okay, this will be entertaining. This will be cool. Well, she gets up and she does Katy Perry's Roar. Okay. It was unequivocally the worst thing I have ever heard. <laughs> it's horrible. No, no, she is horrible. And what made it even worse, I mean, she's completely sharp. She's completely flat. She can't hold a tune to save her life. But the worst thing is she is deer in headlights, deadpan serious while she's up there wailing away. And then she comes back like she has just killed it. But it's horrible. No, she can't sing to save her life. Is that why you're not calling her back? Because she didn't sing very well? Yeah, pretty much. How f***ing shallow can one person be? Well, wait a minute, Are you kidding me right now? Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. You're no friend of hers. This is a setup. Hey, Bobby, you're right. It is a setup. Sorry, man. You've been on 1037 Play's second date. Audrey's been listening in. Hi, Audrey. Nice You're not calling me back because of the way I sing? Yeah, First of all, again? if you have any <laughs> class at all, which apparently you don't, you would have responded back with, hey, had a great time, but maybe this may not work out. We're adults, Bobby. If I go up and sing, and I think I have a decent voice, I didn't hear anyone booing me off that damn stage. And that's you the reason why you're not going to call me back? They weren't booing. They were laughing their asses off at you. Bobby, everyone has different talents, different things they're good at and not good at. I mean, at least she had the guts to go up on stage and have a good time and, and sing you. some karaoke. I mean, who cares if she can't sing? But you're going to hold that against she, her whole she relationship. Thinks, she thinks she can sing, and that's what makes it bad. Exactly. Oh, Thank for you. heaven's sake. Audrey, I'm now I'm kind of wondering, can you sing? I mean, you said you could sing. He says you can't sing. Do you want her to sing right now? Yeah, I mean, if she's willing to. Do you want to sing a little Katy Perry roar? You're gonna see me roar. Oh, I see what he was talking about. Yeah, Dump. Thank you. Good, good call, Bobby. Ugh. The important question is, can 1037 play help you get past this and put you on a second date? I would never, ever go out with someone so shallow and pathetic that he wouldn't call someone back because he didn't like their singing voice. I'm good. I don't need someone like that in my life. Thank you, though. Yeah, I didn't see this one having any long-term potential anyways. What happened? Did we get married? I sing in the shower. You divorced me? Probably. I mean, have you hurt yourself? <laughs> Second date classic. On 103.7.